you for joining us for episode 5 of Moonshot Mission X, in which we follow the adventures of eight intrepid travelers to the moon, navigating interstellar and interpersonal obstacles to fulfill their mission at any cost. This episode is entitled, The Seeds of Mission Derailment. When I first came around this dump, I knew I wouldn't stay. I'm astonished at your dislike of space travel. It's what you wanted for me. It was because your mother was unstable to call it something it really wasn't, that I was afraid for you. I didn't want to see you in a chorus line on Skid Row, lit only by the frightful flickering footlights of a dilapidated dump calling itself a dance hall. I thought you'd be more happy in space, in a spacesuit, and covered head to foot in sequins and grease paint. Mother died so you could get a dramatic shot with your brownie. Your mother wanted to dance, but became obsessed. She had hundreds of dance lessons, but at her age she could never have been anything but a mediocre dancer. And no one wants to be a mediocre dancer, or even be around a mediocre dancer. But I was wrong. Even the backstage Romeos would be preferable to the alien in the storage room, or to any surrealist in outer space. Backstage Romeos? Backstage Romeos. Well, this is no time for intrafamilial discrepancies. We've got to find a way out of this kitchen so we can save the moon mission. Are you now the space boss? Somebody has to be the space boss, according to the cosmic directive. But, well, what do you propose? Claudette, could you use your satanic powers? No, I don't think so. What about the power that the alien presence bestowed upon you? Bestowed, Timmy? You can't have it both ways. By all means, pick one. If only we had some checkers to kill time. Killing time is on your mind? No, checkers. Wait, I think there's a checkerboard in the storage room. Checkers too. I saw them. We make one wrong move and that saboteur will zap us with her ray gun. And yet, we must try. At least we have these mixed nuts. Yeah, every one of them is an almond, Timmy. They might have been mixed at one time, but not anymore. They were on the floor. Still good. Mm. Try some. Mm, But they're making me thirsty. That floor hasn't been cleaned since we left Earth. Wait! You say there's checkers in the storage room? Right. If we can get into the storage room from here, we can escape through the ventilating system. You're too old to escape through the ventilating system. I know that. Anyway, that's only in the movies. With young people. Heroes. Not people like you. People who are able to go beyond what the average person can do. That's not you. It's people that can be admired for their audacity and cleverness and charm. They aren't anything like you. It's people who are willing to push the physical limits of what they can do for the greater good. Nevertheless. What are you doing? I'm making a cherry Coke. With Moonscape Cola? But the cherries always float to the bottom. Can anything float to the bottom? The cherries do. You'll see what I mean as soon as I find a maraschino cherry. I don't know about you two, but I'm getting out of here. How? First, we need a Phillips head screwdriver. I have one on my scout knife. He's kidding. No, he's not. If I can just pry the screwdriver out of here. There. Here. Where? There. See? Here? Here. Yes, there. Let's get on with it, shall we? Did you say that you're in love with me? I'm just limited in my ideas of love and meaning. My ideas are warped by various rock and roll songs, the high heels and obscene hip movement. It was too much for me. The rhythms propelled me to new heights of debauchery in my underdeveloped mind. That's why I almost became a surrealist. Uh, But wait, I need a maraschino cherry. There are no maraschino cherries on this mission. How am I supposed to make a cherry Coke? Precisely. Was I supposed to know that ahead of time? Why are you looking at me? I'm not the one who forgot to pack the maraschino cherries. Who was it? I don't know. I never met him. 
He sent me a love note, but I didn't bother to respond. We shouldn't let this stop us from escaping from the kitchen. We need to get in touch with Earth and apprise them of the situation. He sent a picture, too. He looked like Rory Calhoun. I think it's more than just a situation. Or maybe he sent me a picture of Rory Calhoun. Well, but there is nothing more than a situation. Okay, that's one screw. Two screws. Three. Four. Now if I can pry it open... There. Professor, it's your turn. If you remember, the last time we escaped from a kitchen through a ventilator shaft, it was me that went first. That means you have more experience of going first. Where have I heard this before? I know. The night I couldn't sleep, and I walked very quietly partway down the stairs. And I heard you talking to that scantily clad carnival girl on your lap. That's when I first learned of your scantily clad carnival girl obsession. That was a dream. Oh, I didn't know her name. Quaint. For a scantily clad carnival girl. What do the A's stand for? Are we going through this ventilator shaft or not? Can you do it without a maraschino cherry? You're such a good squinkle. I don't know about this. The A stood for Apollonia. Sounds like a dream. A dream made me get in bed with Moonscape Cola. She had that kind of influence on you? That and other kinds as well. The next day is when you took Mother to the edge of that volcano. Are you coming? Or are you going to stand out there gassing all day? I'm coming! You were too old for a dream. What's that? It's me. I'm talking to the communication system of the ship. My voice must be coming from the robot if I cross these wires correctly. What is it? Is everyone okay? Yes, for now, but... Sheila is drunk with power. She's ranting about the superiority of the Moon Men. Well, see if you can keep her busy. We're escaping through a ventilator shaft and... No. Uh, Sheila, I wasn't doing anything. No, I, I don't know what this is. A microphone? I never... No, Sheila, don't do it. No. 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 No, shoot. Don't shoot. God. Sheila just zapped Genevieve, just as she promised she would one day. She was a stowaway, but still. One screw. I loved my mother. Two. When she was around. Three. When she wasn't lost somewhere, along the hillsides and riverbanks. Four. Wandering in the moonlight. What's she doing? Screwing the ventilator shaft cover back on and talking to herself. How can she do that from the inside? She's not on the inside. Oh. I don't know. I never signed up to crawl through grimy ventilation shafts just to save the Earth. <laughs> Just keep going. Where are those maraschino cherries? Oh, here they are. Hmm. They do float to the bottom. They do. They do. Hmm. 
Moonscape Cola can't be beat. It can't be. Too far now. It's already been too far. I see the light from the storage room. One long tungsten light bulb. But it's like the entire Milky Way to me. I knew in my heart that the shot I took of her mother would never be any good to her, but I saved it for her. Wait, something is in there. I see the glint of a glowing green glob. We've got to go back. Isn't that the alien that was supposed to have possessed Claudette? That must be the one. Either way, my sense is that it is definitely a disinhibited, malevolent actor. So she's not possessed by an alien after all? After all that? All that? I don't know. I can't tell from this angle. Let's go back. You must comfort the alien so we can save the mission and the entire planet of Earth. You confront the alien. The ventilator shaft is too narrow. It, it, it's up to you. Take this with you. Take it. I don't want to die with a rabbit's foot in my pocket. But could it help me in the afterlife? You're asking me? wherein you dressed yourself? Hath it slept since, and wakes it now to look so green and pale? And what it did so freely from this time, such I account by love? Art thou afeard to be the same in thine own act and valor as thou art in desire? Wouldst thou have that which thou esteemest the ornament of life, and live a coward in thine own esteem, letting I dare not wait upon I would like the poor cat of the adage? Listening to episode 5 of Moonshot Mission X. The players were, in order of appearance, Ulga Simone Mohanty as Claudette Flores, Guy Pico as Professor Claude Flores, Steve Callahan as Timmy Weatherby, and June Pesky as Agent Jean-Rieve Smith. The creator of Moonshot Mission X is Stephen Less. Additional dialogue was by William Shakespeare. I'm your host, Marcia Stokel. We hope to see you for the next exciting installment of Moonshot Mission X. Until then, keep out of ventilator shafts except in cases of extreme emergency. And always keep your maraschino cherries close at hand. Copyright 2021 by Stephen Less. All rights reserved. <laughs>